Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Here we are, Father John, Father Nathan Goebel. Uh, is that a regular song intro? Yeah. Oh, it's that. so hip. The voice of Father Mike Rapp, here he is still, a couple hey, more days, enjoying his presence. Deacon Nathan Goebel with a fine introduction and with a topic for us today. That's right. But, Deacon Nathan, before you get to it, I have to tell you, our good friend Matt Tynan, who listened to your podcast about... Um, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> about how the bishops were... Messing up the Fortnite for yeah, Freedom or something like that. I don't know. I don't, I, don't remember, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> well, anyways, we had some good lighthearted banter from our friend Matt Tynan, who printed a poster. Okay, This is a busy man. And he took the time to take your face. He found it online. And he took the Fortnite for Freedom prayer and created a poster. So now we, we now have our first piece of wall art for the yeah. always moving yes. Catholic stuff um, studio. Perfect. It's beautiful. Yes. So thank you, Matt Tynan, for thank your hard you work. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I don't like them sharing a uh, microphone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Um, I would like to be brief, and uh, if we can keep this under 10 minutes, I would like to succeed. Oh, that's the new cool thing. Let's it keep is. it under 10 minutes. Hey, Aren't we cool? Just, I just want to see if I could do it. Yeah, that's Are you awesome. to outdo me? No, I just want to see, like, old is school. I would have like liked Hebrew stuff you should know under 10 minutes, but I got stuck listening to it for 15 Okay, minutes. let's just focus. This is why they go over, is because all this smack talk, all right? <laughs> John John Leindecker, John Leindecker, who called and told me, said last podcast, I was told that I was a sorority girl. You better give me a positive shout out. That okay. was Doman. That was Doman. I know. Said. Doman said it. Okay. See, so the point is, I am the actual sorority girl, honorary member of Pi Beta Phi. True story. <laughs> Next thing. Um, John Leindecker says, you guys have a really good podcast, but you spend the first like 10, 15 minutes smack talking. Just get to the top. Which is true. Here we go. Okay. In some Vatican document by JP2, either Veritatis Splendor or uh, Redemptor, no, wait, uh, Penitentia et Reconciliatio, or in The Acting Person, which is a book that he wrote whenever he was a cardinal. Somewhere in one of those three? Somewhere in one of those three. We'll put it on the podcast, whatever. Or the Facebook We probably won't. Anyways. Okay, hang on. He says that there are two effects... Two effects of sin. Tohu and Wabohu. That's right. <laughs> Tohu and Wabohu. Okay. Yeah. So the, the first one is reflexive and the second one is intransitive. Okay. So I think this is the acting person. Yes. He does talk about in the acting person, but he goes back to it again. I mean, you know, like yeah. in your seminary studies, you, you wrote papers and then when you become Pope, As you're Pope, just like, yeah. I should probably just like take this paper that I wrote and, you know, just make it an encyclical. <laughs> so... The first thing is the first the first effect of sin is reflexive. Okay, so if you say you're like looking at this um, apples to apples game, you know hypothetically, and and you're looking at this apples to apples game. No, oh, it's in the corner of the room. Corner. I'm looking at it. (laughs) Anyways, it's behind the. But it's your it's your friends it's your friends apples to apples game, and you're just like you know what I really want to steal that because (laughs) I want that for myself. Before you ever actually carry through with the decision, with the choice that you're going to take that, as soon as you leave here, you're going to take the apples to apples game. Before you actually pick it up and take it out of the room, you have decided to be 
a thief. Uh. You have made a choice that has an effect, a corrosive effect on your person um, prior to the apples to apples game being gone. Okay. Um, does he just talk about choice, or is it like a scent of the will? Is it Thomistic, or just because? Yeah, I think people want to. He- they need to hear like if it's just the thought comes into your no, head, not just the thought. If you're you've actually made, you've made an election, you've made a choice. You you're have, saying I'm. I will steal that. I will steal that. There's a story. Okay, we're definitely going to go over ten minutes, so forget it. Um, <laughs> it was a nice thought. Good there's guy. a st- there's a story. Yeah, do me. And this you have too much knowledge, yeah, too much wisdom. You win again, <laughs> Trebek. Um, Okay, so there's the story, I mean, like a true story, that this guy was um, shoplifting in Walmart, okay? So he had loaded his pockets in Walmart, and then all of a sudden, the security people were were chasing after him. And he, he ran towards the doors that open automatically, and he ran straight into the doors. He, like, um, he broke his, you know, like, arm and all these things. Ooh. Yikes. The important uh, law decision that was made from that was it wasn't shoplifting until he leaves the store. Oh, score. He was just running through the store with stuff. He was just running through the store with stuff, okay? So, uh, but according to JP2, he would be a thief, thief. because yeah. even before he actually picked up the, uh, whatever, atomic fireballs, and he's just like, I really want this candy, and I'm going to put it in my pocket and walk out the store with it. The 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 choice has an effect on him. You're a liar and a thief. I only lied about being a thief. Name the movie. Ocean's Eleven. Got it. Okay. Uh, Continue. Okay. My question is, what can you stop yourself in between that act? Like you. Okay. So you said, I want to steal that that fireball. I am going to steal that fireball. Mm -hmm. Something comes along and changes the circumstance. Yep. Your mom says, Hey, 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 we're going. We're leaving. Yeah. Then if I don't, oh Mike, you want the, that? I'll the, pay for that. Fireball? Do yep. I still have to confess it? Um, that's a separate topic. Okay, that's a separate topic. But it's still sinful. But I mean, I think JP two would say you had the intention to carry that out. Say like, I think yes, you got to confess it. Oh yeah, I think you do too. Right. But that's if not, you want, if I am like I'm gonna kill Mike right. after this podcast, right. but I just never can kind of get now the guitar and smash it across your face or something like that. You know, not that I'm thinking about this. Or the apples to apples game. It's very detailed. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds the, uh, like a plan. I don't. Colonel Mustard <laughs> in the apartment with the apples I'll to be apples game. Shortly. That's right. Okay, so um, so the first is a reflexive effect of sin. It has on your person. The other one is in, um, it's reflexive. Oh, sorry, I got it wrong. It's reflexive and intransitive, meaning that you can't give it away to something else. Like, like just because you were planning on, you know, taking it and you, you didn't get the chance, it doesn't, you're, you're not able to uh, question. I don't freaking know what I'm oh, saying. I got to explain it first because I'm not. I'm I got a question about that. Here, I, is John Paul II saying that all actions are reflexive and intransitive, or only sin? Okay, I got a Coors banquet in my hand here. I take a drink of this. Is that both? Is he saying all actions and sin in so much as your their actions sin, are both as well? Sin is first reflexive and intransitive. That was what I was trying to say. It's first reflexive and intransitive. Before it is social and transitive, so um, so okay, say oh I okay, see so I say, got you now. Got okay you. you have the there apples to apples game 
Like you decide to take it. It has an effect on you before it has an effect on the game. Before the child is ever aborted, before the apples to apples game is ever stolen, or before the other person is ever killed, the the sin, the choice to make that sin has an effect on you before it has an effect in the world. But then when you do sin, when the game is actually stolen or, you know, like more serious sins are committed, um, then it has an effect on another person and it has a social dimension. So I think it's important for just in the practical application of this teaching, not so that we can have an idea about sin and like, you know, the, the, the theory or the, um, the reality of it, but that our sins have an effect on us personally and socially, which is why confession has the ability not only to, to heal ourselves, but the entire body. Um, because no sin is isolated just to one singular individual. And yet, each sin has an individual and um, personal effect on me before it has an effect on the other person. Does that make sense? And forgiveness would have to work the opposite way. If in confession you receive first the healing, so to speak, from the reflective dimension of the sin, then it can go out and be communal. Mm-hmm. If Christ is removing sin. Because th- what you're talking about is the ordering, right? We think in America, like, as long as I don't get caught, you know, yeah. cheating on my wife or whatever, like, it yeah. might be, then I, I can, is- then I'm fine. But you're saying, no, that the first effects of the sin are on yourself yeah. prior right. to and anybody what that else. What means is, like, I can't, if I'm walking around and I think everybody's a jerk and I hate everybody I see and I'm cursing them in my mind and in my heart and I'm just, and, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm harboring resentments. I'm not forgiving people. All of these different things that happen seemingly inside of me and that will never be expressed. Mm. I can hate the person in front of me and I can smile and right. pretend that I like That them. happened two days ago. you know ago. what it is? It's still destroying, but it's destroying me. It's yeah. going to destroy me. Do you know who you know? I'm thinking of? Yeah. We had a really scary run-in <laughs> with this yeah, person in Telluride. Crazy. 35-year-old Scared. woman, whatever, we say, hey, can you take a photo? She's like smile, a huge smile she on her face. Like the nicest she looked one. like the nicest person <laughs> in the world. There's just six of us standing there. Hey, can you take a photo of us? And she was such a horrible, horrible person. I couldn't believe the way she treated us. All with a smile on her face. Oh, it was like we had... She's like, oh, I have so life. many things I got to go do right now, but I guess I'm willing to take one photo of you. I mean, it was like... And she did it with this crazy smile on her face. Yeah. It was terrifying. Yeah, and she was rude, and then she went right back to the smile and walked away. <laughs> it was it was crazy. But I, I mean, I think that that's the re- that's what you're talking about with this stuff, no? Yeah, that's it. We just did it. Ten yeah, and I think I think it's interesting <laughs> just just as an apology for um, like a reason to go to confession because in confession you are both reconciled individually and communally because you don't confess your sins just out in the open to some, you know, oak of mamre, like you're just walking out into nature and confessing your sins. You're confessing your sins to another person and then through that other person who is representative of the body of Christ, of the the church at large, then that forgiveness can be transmitted to you individually but also reconciling you back into the body so that when you leave that confessional you are once again reincorporated i mean if you're say you've you know estranged yourself through mortal sin um uh but even venial sin has has put layers of division in between you 
and either your spouse or your friends or the church at large, etc. Um, so, and you've hurt yourself, and the sacrament's going to give you healing. You yeah, know? you're sinning. You, your sin is hurting yourself. My sin is hurting hurting me, and going to the sacrament is also going to give me healing, whether or not I'm running around hurting other people. But I think that's the key: is to live a life in such a way that you realize the effects that your sin have that your sins are having upon yourself. Otherwise, you're never going to really desire conversion. If it's all about kind of what are the social effects of what I'm doing? I can kind of, am I smooth enough? Can I use my gifts to kind of cover these things? My greed, my pride, whatever. But when you see it in your own heart festering and kind of wounded, then you're like actually desiring it. So I think the interesting thing about this topic is that the loss of a sense of the reflexive dimension of sin is the reason why nobody really cares about moral conversions. One of the many reasons. And the freedom and the joy that comes from confession that way. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Okay. Do we have any emails? Um, yeah, we have emails. Um, I want to thank the people. We're not going to take these emails right now, but I do want to thank the people who, because we need to like actually treat it and think about it. But yes. the, a lot, from the Homosexuality Podcast, a number of emails, many of different perspectives. We appreciate your feedback. I just have a shout-out, though. To John Leindecker. No, not John Leindecker. Hey, Jenny and congr- Brent. Can congr- you say hi? No, we got to say good. Oh, congrats to congratulations. Trafalgar. No. Trafina. Trafina. Dang it. Romans 16, I think. Go look it up in your scriptures. Um, so, congratulations. It's their Okay. Six. Mike, say hi to Jenny and her husband, Brent. Hi, Jenny and her husband, Brent. Jenny's Scott Malberg's sister. Ah, well, hello. You don't Whoa. know who that is. Scott Malberg? <laughs> Scott Malberg, who got married in July. Jenny. You know Scott Malberg. Scott Malberg from CU. He doesn't know Scott Malberg. I don't Malberg. know Scott Malberg. <laughs> Well, Scott doesn't listen, but Jenny and Brent do. So, thanks for listening. (laughs) And I put a click on the synthesizer, and it was very inventive. Okay, we don't have any more emails. Catholic Stuff Podcast. uh, Yeah, something like that.